conditions for finger of God manifestations, we've been looking at a couple of them. Number one, we said change your prayer priorities and begin to pray. Joel 2.17, let the priests stand between the porch and the altar and cry, not for themselves, but for others. Then God will take care of their stuff. So change your prayer priorities and start praying for sinners to be saved. People who are hungry, especially in this season where energy prices, gas prices, now they're talking about giving us a loan of 200. They explain it. I'll send the explanation. I put it on the minister's platform. What it means for them to give you that 200 pound so-called loan and you pay back from October or next year. They take out 40 pounds from your account. So nothing is free. But we'll talk about that later. So this is a time to weep between the porch and altar and say, spare our banks, spare our accounts, spare our finances, spare our lives as you give our leaders wisdom to navigate. So change your prayer priorities and start praying kingdom advancement prayers. That should be your priority. I'm telling you, don't, don't, I don't remember the last time I prayed for myself. Nothing bad about that too. But I've discovered that the more I pray for kingdom advancement, the more God takes care of my stuff. Like he told me in 1992, it, it hasn't changed. If you take care of my business, I will take care of your business. And that's not reserved for pastors. It's reserved for all Christians. You just focus on his kingdom. Pray for advancement of kingdom. Pray for church growth. Pray for settlement of people who come. Pray that people who come to church next week will come again. And will keep coming and will keep growing. When you focus on that kingdom advancement, then he advances your life. So, the first was change your prayer priorities. How many of you have been changing your prayer priorities? Don't, don't, if you haven't started, don't lift your hand. Amen. Okay. But you'll do it from now. The, 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 the earlier you start, the earlier the manifestations, uh-huh. there's no hope anywhere. Only God is our hope. So, pray regularly, not for yourself only, but sinners. Last week I gave you three things you must end must do. What was the first one? Hello. What was the first one? I was going to call you today. There are three things, so the three of you will answer. What's the first? Don't look in the notes. No, by no. Okay, I will try. What is the first one? You don't remember. Okay, we'll try it next week. So prepare. Okay, then the Johnsons, you are next. Then the Yatis, you are next. Then the Hattonwood, the third. You are getting the children ready for powerful stuff. Amen has gone. Number one was pray for souls to be saved. Number two was be a living witness. And number three was be a daily inviter and weekly soul winner. Every week you must be bringing people to your church. Um, Your amen went. John chapter 1, 43 to 46. Now, the day following... Jesus would go forth into God. I finished last week with the woman of Samaria. Jesus left everything and went to one woman and preached to that woman. Told her everything. Told her some stuff about herself. And then, listen, when she heard from Jesus, she didn't keep the good news to herself. She went everywhere telling everybody, come hear what this man told me about myself. Then all the men that she had rendezvous with, she called all of them to come and hear the gospel. What has happened to her? Amen. 
So, I told you last week about my history, where God picked me up from, and what He has made me. It's important for us to remember. You see, it keeps you humble. When you remember what you were, and what He has made you, and He's still making you. You share those with people, they can identify with that. That, oh, so there's hope for me. So keep sharing your, your testimonies. Keep sharing where you came from. Keep sharing what God has done for you since you got saved and since you came into this country. Amen. Share it far and wide. People are looking for hope. And it comes from telling them, not telling them, I was born again in my mother's womb, so me, I'm perfect. No, tell them I was a sinner. Paul said, I was the chiefest sinner. I was, Hattonwood was one of the chiefest sinners. Chiefest. Chiefest. I don't look it because he has beautified me. Salvation beautifies you. The word beautifies you. Service beautifies you. Tithing beautifies you. Giving beautifies you. Your clapping is envious. You are not what you are today, and you don't look the way you look today simply because of pawns. You know pawns? What do you call it? Foundation. And the men who don't look great today simply because we dress nice. The root of your beauty and your glory is from your inside. And it changes you on the inside, and it begins to show on the outside. So it's all about our salvation. And so we must share it far and wide. Am I hearing amen? So, this is the story. Listen. So this is what we must be doing. Every time, you must be doing this. You must be doing this. Sharing your church's messages. Sharing the flyers. Sharing about your food bank. Amen. We have an honorable guest with us today. He heard of the food bank. He heard about House of Judah. And he came to fellowship. He could have said, I come in for food bank only, which is nothing wrong with that. But he decided to fellowship with us and also be participate in food bank and tell others. So let's all do that. Every week, let's come. Let's keep coming. Don't, don't miss church. This is the season for always being in church. You keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger every time you come to church. And let's bring others. Look at this example of bringing others to church. John 1, 43 to 46 says, The day following Jesus would go forth into Galilee. And watch this. He found, he found that, he find that Philip. He's going into Galilee and he looked for. You don't find somebody without searching. So when it comes to bringing people to jail, you must literally go on a finding expedition. To get people to church. To get people to Jesus. He found Philip. And said to him, follow me. Follow me to church. Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Pete, Philip, after he was found, he found Nathaniel. When you find Jesus, find your relatives to come to that Jesus. Amen has gone again. It's not a popular subject, is it? Are you enjoying this? Peter, Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We have found... How many of you have found Jesus? How many of you have found something good in God? 
Go and announce it. We have found him. We have found the solution to recession, to Omicron, to COVID-19, to lack, to poverty. I have found it. Come and find the place or the person whom I found it from. That is the good news. I have found him. My immigration status came through this person. There are people here who got their immigration status through this church. They are, their husbands, their wives, their children, their promotion, their everything through Jesus, through Jesus' this church. So, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets and did write. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Now, this is where I'm going, so really pay attention. He said, can anything good... He said, we have found Jesus. We have found Jesus in house of Judah. Then he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth or can anything good come out of Croydon? Can anything good come out of house of Judah? Those people, without their pastor, who is always talking about tithes. We are going somewhere. Because there's a lot of things people say about pastors and churches to discredit pastors and churches. I'm coming to show you from these scriptures... Why they try and discredit pastors? And why it is in your it's to your advantage to know your church and your pastor for your own self? Because we are going to look at a scripture where Jesus asked. There are two questions Jesus asked. He could have just gone and said, who do people say? He could have gone and said, who do you say I am? No, no. He started with, who do people outside say about me and about your pastor and about your church? What do people outside say? People have opinions about your church. Many people have, and it's everywhere. And I'm coming to show you from the scriptures that pastors will be spoken against. The first person who prophesied that pastors will be spoken against was Jesus. He said, I will be spoken, the day he was being baptized, the first thing he said was, I will be spoken against. So it's normal for pastors to be spoken against. The question is, when he's being spoken against, what do you believe? Amen. That's just a summary. Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? <laughs> Where Jesus came from? Philip said. He didn't, he didn't go into any argument. Can anything good come out of House of Judah? Can anything good come out of their TV programs? Can anything good come out of churches in London? He didn't debate. He just said, you come and see for you. I don't need to answer you. I don't need to get into a debate. Well, you say your pastor is a Ghanaian, so you're a Nigerian, so you won't come there. Or he's a Nigerian, so you're a Ghanaian or Swedish, so you won't come there. No, everybody has got their opinions about his too. I need a pastor who's tall. I need one who's short. He said, look, can anything good come out of churches, KICC, Ruach, Winners? Just come there and you judge for yourself. Come and see. That's why you must carry this flyer with you everywhere. Come and see. Come and see. You came to this church years ago and you have seen a couple of things which should convince you to tell people you too come and see what I've seen. No need to argue with people. Is he black or is he white? Is he short or is he gardener? Is his donation good or bad? Is his, his head flat or is he... No, no, no. We're bad over quick. Just come. Tell your neighbor, just tell them, come and see. I have heard that there's a food bank in House of Judah, but I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I hear that church, God gives people immigration status, but in other church, but not your church. What do you say? 
I hear they don't give cars. Cars are lacking in that church. What do you say? People are not getting married in that church. Another church is. What do you say? You see, you don't need to get in an argument. Insult, resort, cancels insults. I, I don't argue with people about, about, about stuff. No, the point is, they won't even see me. I'm busy Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, doing everything. When will you see me to talk to me about doubt and negative stuff? You won't even see me. I see you when you book an appointment to see me. But other than that, you, we don't have conversation about things that don't matter. Souls are perishing. Just tell them, this is what he said. Is there any, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Just come and see. People say, can anything good come out of you? Just tell them. You just come what? That's all. He said, come and see. So, when they ask, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Your church. House of Judah. Your life. Philip said, come and see. And the woman said, come and see who, who told me everything about myself. Listen, lift up your head. Guess what convinced the man in the city in which the woman of Samaria was? Guess what convinced the man? She said, come and see what the man told me about myself. Listen to what the man said. We ourselves are coming to hear for our own self to make our own decisions. So you must say it first. Then they say, okay, let's come and hear the man for ourselves. But if you don't have your own testimony, you will have something to tell. And you have something to show. Now, the guy said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? That means people doubt that certain things, good things can happen in churches. So let's deal with that. Because that's the reason why some people, there are many reasons why people don't go to churches, but one of the reasons why some people don't go to churches is because some of the people themselves there are not convinced of the place or of the leader. So we're going to deal with the dangers of not believing your leaders. Shout Amen. Now listen to Jesus himself speaking. Pastor, I need you to understand this. Everybody watching from across the nations, not everybody believes Bishop Oedipo. Not everybody believes Pastor Matthew. Not everybody believes Pastor uh, Hattonwood. Not everybody believes Jesus. Not everybody believes Paul. That is not news. It's expected. The question is, if you believe them, because what you believe and who you believe determines what happens to you. Amen has gone there. <laughs> so, stay with me. We are going somewhere. Pastors, listen. Everybody say, pastors, churches, servants of God, globally will always be spoken against because they are not greater than the master Jesus. You, you, you Don't try to explain churches and don't try to explain Jesus and don't try to explain pastors. Don't, don't try because they hear from heaven and say things that earth cannot understand. Now, lift up your head. Let me show you something. I came across this statement recently. Listen, people only criticize what they don't understand. Yeah. People only criticize what they don't understand. What you understand, you don't criticize. If you understand somebody, if you un- for, for instance, somebody comes to you and says, funny things about your wife. 
if you understand your wife, you don't, you don't, you don't believe what they said. What you don't understand is what you criticize. If you understand what they understand, you won't criticize it. I'm talking about negatively. <laughs> it's understanding there. Dayton, Abiram, Kora criticized Moses because they were not the one who had go into the Red Sea. You see, you only criticize what you don't understand. So what you need is understanding. That's why I said, ask God, this is not a, a kindergarten message. That's why I said, ask God to open your ears and to open your eyes because there are certain things people are losing out on in churches because of this message I was constructed to teach globally. Amen. Oh. Listen. Everybody said the first prophetic word about Jesus. Jesus has just come home. Jesus has just shown up on the earth. He's about to be dedicated. The first statement, the first prophetic word about Jesus at his dedication was this. Luke chapter 2 verse 34. Please listen. Listen. Nobody is greater than the master. Luke chapter 2. Jesus we are all following. The first word that was spoken about Jesus at his dedication. Listen. This then Simeon the prophet blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and the rising of many in Israel. Ministers of the gospel who follow Jesus are destined to cause the falling and the rising. Of many. Listen to the next statement. And to be a sign. Aya. Read it. Read it. Read it. And to be a sign that will be celebrated. And to be a sign that will be praised. And to be a sign that everybody will be happy with. Mm-hmm. American anointing. Come. Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. He's the one you gave your life to. He's the one you're following. He said this man is destined for the falling and the rising of many. And to be a sign. Pastors are signs that are spoken against. He said, Jesus will be a sign that people will speak against. So it's not news when people are speaking against pastors or Jesus or the church, universal, or your local church. It's not news. It's not news. They are, do you understand the word destined? They are destined. Churches are destined. Pastors are destined. Jesus is destined to be spoken against by people who don't understand. That's why pastors, like some of us, we don't waste our time answering critics. The point is, we don't even hear. I have four programs I do a week. When do I have time to eat? One day, they put something about Bishop Oedipo in the newspaper. Then he was in the traffic. And somebody, (laughs) he saw his face on the newspaper. Then somebody said, please buy it and read it. He said, I don't read newspapers. He said, but they are talking about you. He said, I don't read some of you, your downfall is you hear too many things against your life. So you can't go for it. Look, 
I've learned from 1995 when we started this church. People will praise you today. Next week, they will criticize you. People will say, powerful message today. Ah, ah. And you expect that the way they say, ha, ah, next week they will be the first people to be there. They will, see, they will see them for one year. The same people who say, Hosanna, Hosanna, are the same people who say, well, crucified. Look, if you are depending on the opinions of men, you will not fulfill your destiny. Focus! Focus! Do you believe in that church? Then stay there. That's your appointed man of God. Stay there for your own sake, not for his sake. I'm talking to all churches. As you know, he's called to the nations. I don't just pastor you these dignitaries. I pastor other dignitaries too. I'm called to the nation. So somebody meets me and say, or somebody says to you, that your pastor is a local pastor. Me, I know myself. So how can I believe what you are saying? I was told from the early 90s, Jeremiah chapter 1, you are a prophet to the nations. So you call me local, you are, you are Michael McIntyre. And I, 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 I don't blame you because I've been told from the beginning you will be spoken against. So when you say come to my church, ah, that's all. Ah, that pastor. It's not news. Don't defend. Just say, my life has been changed. Just come. That person you say is a this and a that. You just come and see what that person you say is a this and that. What God is using him to do. <laughs> Oh, look, God does not call perfect people. He calls them and perfects them. God does not call qualified people. He calls them, then qualifies them. It's a process. We are all under construction, including all of us. Yielded to Him to make us what He wants us to be on a daily basis. Jesus was spoken against. So, you, you are being spoken against because you told somebody about Jesus. Why are you fainting? You are not greater than the master. If they spoke against him, they will speak against you. That shouldn't stop you from pursuing God. Amen has gone. If you are hearing me, say I'm hearing you. Is destined to be a sign that will be spoken against. He told us, this was at the, look, when I'm dedicating your children, and then the first thing I say is, this child, Johanna, is destined to be spoken against. <laughs> this guy is not in the spirit. My child, just a child, will be spoken against. Oh, Bishop. This is Jesus. Because of his assignment. Look, the, the, the magnitude, let me speak some English. The magnitude and the giganticness of your assignment, the hugeness of your assignment determines your trials and your persecution. And those of you who want prosperity without persecution, leave it alone. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation and persecution. Including your, your, your prosperity comes with persecution. So if you don't want persecution, people to speak against the new car you're about to drive, the new fair-colored wife you're about to marry, and the black woman, the white lady you're about to, If you want people to criticize you, don't ask for prosperity. 
prosper. The magnitude of your assignment determines your challenges. So, if you don't want to be spoken against, go home. Go to heaven now. Don't belong to any church. You see, and I've discovered... The fact that they spoke against Jesus or spoke against churches doesn't stop the church from growing, doesn't stop the pastors from prospering. As a matter of fact, them, I've come to realize over in my personal life, the more, the more people criticize me, the more determined I am to succeed. My, I love my enemies. One day I will buy them a jet. I love my Thank God for this. They push me. They push me indirectly. They push me forward. When I hear funny things, I say, I will prove you to you. It's a motivator to me. It's a love your enemies. I thank God for my enemies. 25 years enemies. Ah! Everybody, but I was so. I spoke in tongues. Stop hating your enemies. Leave them to God. Love them back and focus. You will be spoken against. Your pastor will be spoken against. Your church will be spoken against. Your wife, your husband, your children, your destiny will be spoken against because you are assigned to your generation. I was listening to a man of God, Apostle Osai. He said, problem with wearing rings. As first time I wore a ring, they said, my background is out of herbalism, and so the ring is what is helping me perform miracles. Then, when I started wearing rings, or when I took off the rings, what did he say? When I took off the ring, he said, the power has ceased or something. The, the point is, no matter what you do, people will speak against it. No matter what society or church you join, people will speak against it. The, the, the question is, how convinced are you of that church you go to? And that pastor you are sitting under? Amen. So, let me, let me read this. Men of God <laughs> are destined to be spoken against. Men of God and women of God are destined to be spoken against so that men's hearts... When you read the scripture going down, it says... Uh, let me finish that scripture. Let me not get ahead of myself. To be a sign that will be spoken against so that... Watch this. The thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Men of God are spoken against to reveal the hearts of men and women. And he said, a sword will pierce your own soul also. Shout Amen. So, watch this. Why are men of God spoken against? Write this down. Number one. The devil and enemies... Know the following things I'm coming to teach you about men of God, women of God, churches, Christians. That's why they try to discredit churches and men of God to prevent you from being committed to churches. I'm talking about churches worldwide. This is not the House of Judah message. This is a message for the church, the whole body of Christ. Because Jesus is criticized everywhere. They used to say Jesus' girlfriend was Mary Magdalene. What is that about? Mary, uh, uh, the Jesus Christ superstar. You know that, that theater, musical, you know, kind of funny things. Jesus did not get off his throne to come and defend himself. No. He's got better things to do. 
shouting me. For instance, men of God will say things to you like Isaiah 60:22: A little one among you shall become a thousand, and a small one among you shall become a, 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 a strong nation. That is something that is out of this world. How can I believe that a small one among us shall become a, a nation, a thousand, and a small one among us shall become a strong nation? Men of God, you two people, to, you people, to you say some things, oh, you say some big things from this your mouth. So definitely people speak against something that a little one among us, Baba, shall become a thousand in capacity. And small one among us shall become a strong nation. You mean these children? Men of God, please take it easy. You can't explain prophecies and declarations from the lips of men of God. For instance, this thing you are confessing now, if you are not walking in faith and you don't believe these things, you will say these people, you will speak against it and not see it manifest in your life. We hear it all the time. Every new year they say, every new year they say, every new year they say, I pass up. If that's your attitude, then you will see it. Because men of God are spoken against. Am I preaching or am I preaching? <laughs> Look, my spiritual father said one day, I have never seen anything negative or wrong in anything Hagen preached. You must come to that place. I have never seen anything. Meanwhile, people wrote books against Kenneth Hagen, wrote books about Kenneth Copeland. He said, I have never seen anything wrong in any teaching of any of my mentors. Are they perfect? No. He said, ah, that's his stand. I see nothing wrong. That's his stand. So he's, he's exhibiting the anointing on Hagen and the anointing on Copeland and the anointing on Adeboe. He's seeing it live because he has made his, his, his up his mind. I believe this man of God. Because the Bible says, believe in your prophets and you shall prosper. Believe in his word and you shall be established. If you don't believe the word... You will not be established in the faith. And if you don't believe the servants he has sent to you, you will not prosper. Your prosperity is tied to believing the prophet God has put in your life globally. Amen has gone. Oh. That's why the devil tries to discredit men of God and women of God and churches across nations. I'm giving you the solution. Shout amen. amen. Number one, A. Why are they spoken against? Listen to these reasons. So that you don't doubt. And this year, finger of God manifestations. You must see all. You must see all. Some of us have started seeing it. We've been getting phone calls. And start sharing your testimony. Send them to testimonies at houseofjudah.org.uk. Send them. They are happening. They have started. We have started getting ours. Number one. <laughs> when you believe them and their person and their ministry, you prosper. That's why they are spoken against. Because the devil knows if you believe Second Chronicles 2020, believe in the Lord. And you'll be established. Believe his prophets that have sent to speak to you. Or his pastors. If you're afraid of the word pastors. I mean prophets. Because of some things you've heard about certain prophets. 
The father is saying funny things about certain prophets. That doesn't mean all prophets are. You see, you see, listen. If I came to you and I said, they say husbands are bad. So you too as a husband, you're a bad man. Does that make sense to anybody in the house? You don't generalize. There are bad apples everywhere. But your bad apple, your apple shouldn't be bad. Say amen. When you believe them and their person and their ministry, you prosper. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Then John one twelve. Tell your neighbor his teaching. As many as received him and believed him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. So as as you as many as believed their pastor, their church, and received their pastor. And their church, in their capacity and in that office, he said, as many as believe and receive, to them gave he power to become what they are believing. So if you don't believe them and you don't receive them, you don't become it. So believing God, believing his word, and believing his pastors is key to you becoming what they prophesy. Amen has gone. You need to make up your mind to believe it. Believe him, believe him, believe him. We are not saying believe him because for his sake. (laughs) Nobody goes to sit under a surgeon that they don't believe. You go to the GP because you have confidence that they will prescribe certain medicines that will not kill you but will make you better. That's why when they say take it three times a day, you take it. It amazes me how people believe lawyers. People believe doctors, believe dentists, you go and sit and open your mouth. What is graceful is that your whole mouth, everything, your thirty two, all inside, green, blue, red, and you leave it for the doctor you have never seen from anywhere. To 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 do z- z- inside your mouth. But you won't believe your pastor. That is the work of the devil across the nations of the earth. It's not the house of Judah thing. I'm preaching globally. I'm telling you, this year, if people don't believe your pastors, there are certain things they will not see. He said, believe your prophet. Believe. Believe what they are saying. Believe their, pro- their ministry. Believe the things they are saying. Believe it. If I say you are healed and you don't believe it, you will go home with your sickness. <laughs> and in this kingdom, you don't need to see to believe. You believe, then you see. If I say this year, you will marry. Ah, Bishop, you too. It takes a while to see a man and then court and then date on the Thames, on the river, and then after a while. You see, that's what you believe. That's natural. I'm talking about the God that I saved that can get you married within three months and six months. If you don't believe it, you will wait through four years. Yeah, because because you didn't believe him. It's not because what he said was, was, was wrong. You didn't believe in this kingdom. It is to you according to your faith. If you don't believe the man of God and what he's telling you from the scriptures, you won't see it. I'm telling you, you won't see it. God doesn't come down to talk to all Christians. He talks through... Let me not go ahead of myself. There are certain things God will never tell you. Never. Never. He will never tell you personally. He will tell you through... I've, I've sent prophets to you. You are not listening to them. You are coming to me to talk directly to me. Really? Have you heard the story of the one who went to hell? And she said, please let me go back and tell people hell is real. What did the angel say? I said, what did the angel say? 
I've got prophets there. If they don't listen to them, why would they listen to you? You won't listen to the men of God he has sent. Because you have heard some funny things about them. When you should know that men of God, funny things, women of God, funny things, including you yourself, funny things are said about all of us. You won't believe it. So you don't see your miracle. Then when they are prostrate, they say it's our offering. Which offering? Which offering? I'm talking generally. I believe the people I follow. I believe them. This week I went to see one of the stages. Over 70 years old. Bishop Hampel. I went to his house. Sat down. Brought a seed. Walk into my life. The sages. The fathers. His contemporaries are all going. His contemporaries are Fred Price. Marcus Lam. They are all. The batons are changing. Yongicho is gone. The baton is changing. We must see the fathers to pass on some of their graces on us. I believe his ministry. Some people don't believe men of God. So they are just there. And we are not saying this for you to <laughs> believe us. Oh, for us. Oh. Last week, when I called my wife and I, to pray for her, did you see what she did? Did you see what she did? What did she do? This is my wife. She can correct me at home when she wants. Did you see what she did? What did she do? She knelt down for me to lay hands on her. Because she discovered that the moment the, way the man called me, it's not my husband calling me. It's the prophetic, apostolic, pastoral anointing that has come on him. That has changed him into another man. This is my opportunity to tap into this prophetic grace. You should know the difference. What is she kneeling now at home for? To cook for me? Here's your food. I'm coming to cook for you. Kneel down. No, she doesn't do that at home. No, no, no. Look at what she did. And look at the pronouncement that came. And you got... You, all of you got the offspring of that grace. Because she honored the office. She believed the oil. I'm going to say something. I've been harboring this for a while. <laughs> Recently I discovered that there are some Christians in our churches that find it difficult when men of God are being uh, like this. Yes, sir. They put something on WhatsApp. And people say, yes, sir. Yes, bishop. Yes, sir. There are some people who find it very, very hard to do that. Why are they calling him, sir? Why is this uh, bishop? Yes, bishop. Yes, pastor. So, they, they find it difficult when men of God, when certain wise church members of churches are honoring the grace. Not the person. The grace and the oil. They, 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 they find it difficult to pursue all this. Yes, pastor. Yes, bishop. Isn't it my care? That's why you are still not married. I'm talking about certain people. I'm not talking about you in this room. That's why some of them are not married. That's why they are still married. It's honoring the office. Like this week, when Pastor Michael put that thing on there, and those of you who went there, and put the things you put, you have no idea what you did. 
consciously went on the WhatsApp platform and put those things you put there in response of something an, an anointed pastor put about our bishop. You have no idea what you triggered. You have no idea what... You see, people lack understanding. They lack understanding. Anytime you see certain opportunities to tap into... It's the office. It's the office. He that receiveth the prophet in the office of the prophet or man of God. You see, sometimes when we are preaching message, that people are thinking you are, you are trying to be worshipped. That's another thing. They are, they are trying for us to worship us. You don't worship men. You only worship God. But you honor the office. You respect the office. And what is on the office is what brings changes to your life. Let me go ahead of myself. Amos, you can clap. You see, I'm teaching you this is deep stuff which we need to catch. Look, if I came to you and I said you will prosper, you better believe it. Because where I go, before I come and preach, you should see how my office looks. You won't like it. You haven't been there for a while to clean the place. And you, you, you won't be happy with me. You see, my wife comes there, just looks through. And they go, I am downloading his mind. So when I come and I say you, you see, that's why she, she went down so fast, I couldn't tell her get up. You see, when the pool is there, ah, free, free, free. You don't worship men. You respect their office. You honor the Jesus said, he who receives you, that I sent, receives me. So, listen, if you don't receive your man of God, you can go and pray to God privately. It's not happening. He said, he who receives you, I sent him to you. If you receive him, you are receiving me. So if you don't receive him, you are not receiving God. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> my son is my favorite son. He's my only son. And my daughter is my favorite daughter. My only daughter. But when they see me in my office, they don't say that. They say, sir. They say, bishop. I never sat down and taught them that. They caught it by revelation. Jesus said to Peter, the disciples, all the disciples, this is what I'm saying. I'll be spoken against. And I know I'm spoken against. But I'm speaking to you disciples, members of our churches. Out there, who do people say, I am? Then they started talking. Some say, that means they have been hearing. I know you have been hearing. All of you have been hearing things. About your pastors, about your church. One day we went to do evangelism. And uh, <laughs> we were giving the flyers. And then one woman asked Nana, where is this church? The woman Nana said, House of Judah. Listen to what the Ghanaian, let me not add adjectives. Listen to what the Ghanaian, the Ghanaian woman said. House of Judah. House of Judah, dear me, go House of Judah, dear me, go House of Judah, I won't go there, never. That means, she has said something by somebody saying about Jesus or about the pastor or about us or do that yet. This is her face. Me go home. And while she was going, she said, me go home. I'm sure she still broke to today. 
Because, listen, I heard something yesterday. When you speak against a man of God, in the, in the office he stands in, and the office he stands in, he's on duty for God. So when you speak against them, when they are on duty for God, you are speaking against the God who put them on that duty. And he deals with you. People don't fear God. I'm not saying anything anything has happened. I'm a prophet. I hear God. God told me, teach this today. Sometimes our people meet our members and other churches. Other church members. And they tell, are you still in KICC? Where should I be? Are you still in the house of Judah? Are you still in Ruach? That is my appointment. God said, I will appoint a place for my people. You don't choose a church because it's near your house. You don't choose a church based on proximity. Do you choose a wife because they come from your hometown? Do you choose a wife because they, they live in your neighborhood? So why do you choose churches because it's near my house? You choose a wife based on your destiny. If that's the case, then other nations shouldn't marry other, na- other nationalities. You choose a wife, you choose a church based on God's recommendation that anything you need to become who you must be, I have put it there and in that man. In that man, in that man. I have put it in that you can't go anywhere else. It's nothing. You can't tell me where to put you. That's what God is saying. I'm going here. You go. Follow me. <laughs> God should follow you. Are you getting this? Are you enjoying this? Charlie, get this. Why am I following people from Nigeria? Why am I watching messages from Nigerians who live in Nigeria? Why am I mentors in East London? And it's only one that is in... Why do I need to travel? Or are there pastors in Croydon I can go to? Why do I go all the way to Brixton to see that man of God? This? Why do I go all the way to Ho, Wattamstow to see Pastor Matthew? Why? This is what Pastor Reverend Steve told me. He came all the way from Ghana just to say thank you to Pastor Matthew for giving to us his mission trip in Bolgatanga. They contributed, KICC contributed 200,000 pounds from their members for missions that have been organized by a pastor who is not their pastor. Because they believe in the kingdom, not just church. Church is just, if you can't tie to a church, God will not talk to you about the kingdom. You can't even tithe and give to a church, a local church. Why would he tell you about the kingdom? <laughs> no, no, no. You can't tithe to a local church. You can't give to a local church. Why would he tell you about Bolgatanga or Europe or, 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 or Milton Kings? Your own local church or food, or food bank. Schools. Ah. Because the, the pastors have been discredited. Say, that money, even when they take it, they don't use They buy new suits with it. You've been discredited. So, you don't believe in the Lord, and you don't believe His prophets. And so, you are not prospering the way you should prosper. They are, they are riches and they are true riches. Some people believe they are prosper. Me, I don't believe it at all. I haven't seen certain things that believers are doing that makes me know they are really prosperous. There's anything that if you cannot do now, <laughs> you are not prosperous yet. 
Is this a good message? Dr. Gupta, I've come for you to prescribe some medicine for some things that I'm going through. But I want you to know, Gupta, I don't believe you at all. Your Indian accent is terrible. And I don't believe in you. I want an African doctor. Sit down there. Yeah, you will die early. Because you don't believe... <laughs> you don't choose your doctor. Or who oper- they scheduled your operation. You go there, they are about to operate. You say, which doctor is operating on me? Uh, Dr. Ujukutu. What kind of name is that? Get me a smith. They will discharge you. Yeah, to go home with your, with your inherited disease. It's the same with church. <laughs> I used to tell you, I, believe, I don't believe that COVID will get me. I used to tell you. And I kept telling you. Because I know something. I have to believe it. I, I, I don't have any other choice. Three, <coughs> two vaccines, one booster, and still they say Omicron. They said there's a fourth one. So, whose report are you believing? Are you believing a man of God or scientists who are confused and are resigning? Men of God are the only answer and churches are the only answer to this generation. You better believe it. Isaiah, where do you get that from, Bishop? Isaiah 2, 1 to 3. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of all organizations and all nations shall flow to the church, not to scientists, not to doctors, not to businesses, not to, not to adults. The church is the only last hope. So if you don't believe the church, <laughs> the church is about to become the most powerful force on earth. So, people discredit churches and discredit pastors. May you not fall in that trap. Yeah. So, Jesus knew from the beginning. He'll be spoken again. So, he, he did not defend himself. Let's continue. Number two. Why are pastors spoken against? When you receive them, you receive God who sent them. John 1, 12. Matthew 10, 40 to 41. He that receiveth, everybody say, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. This is Jesus speaking. He who receives pastors, receives God. He who receives me, receives him that sent me. So it's God who sends them. You receive them, you are receiving God. From where your miracle comes. You will make it. I said 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 you will make it. Okay. Let's begin to finish. Number. uh, The C is. They are perfect. I was trying to run away from that. Because that's another story. They are perfect gifts from God. Mm. Bishop. Perfect. With all this shouting. Ah. So I was trying to skip it. Should I do it? They are perfect gifts from God. Ah. Bishop is not perfect. I said they are perfect gifts from God. 
They are gifts. When Jesus was ascending, he gave gifts. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers are gifts. The way you receive a gift is what determines what you get from the gift. Then listen to what Jesus said in James chapter 1, 7. Every good and perfect, the gift is perfect, but the human vessel is not perfect. Have you heard people say things like, if I was the pastor of that church, there's no way I would lead that church that way. Do you know why he's saying that? They are looking at the humanity, the human side of him. They are, they, they are not looking at the gift inside. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. So God gave your pastor as a gift. The pastor is a gift. The gift works in a human. The presentation may be imperfect, but the gift is perfect. That's why she nailed down. That's why she nailed down. The gift in pastors and ministers, the gift that they use to bless you is perfect. But the vessel is not perfect. Don't look at the vessel. Ah, look at the gift, the gift, the gift, the preaching gift, the teaching gift, the miracle gift, the prophecy gift. All my mentors shout on people. They shout. They all shout. Get out of there. First time I met my spiritual father. I was so excited in seeing him. So, instead of me, he had the first service, second service test. So, I was at the first service. So, because I was so excited seeing him, he met me in my office. He was saying, this technology... God told me about it and, you know, his wife was preaching. And then when he finished talking, I said, Papa, so tell me about church growth. He got up. He got up and left the office. He left me in the chair. First introduction to you. I want you to be my spiritual father. You have got up. I'm a bishop. You're a bishop. What's the matter? Because the question I asked, that was not the place. He has a second service. If he's going to teach me about church growth, we won't finish now. He got up and told Pastor Jeremy, tell him to get out of here. All of them shout. If you are looking at the shouting and the correction side of them, you won't follow them. You miss it. Yeah, Bishop Akoto Mafu shouts. He shouts to the point where he used to have to take high blood pressure tablets. Because <laughs> the Kushites make him shout. One day I visited Mama Christie at a prayer meeting in, in uh, uh, Legon Gardens. He told the pastor, do something, do something. And the pastor came and said, the thing has not been done. At the prayer thing in, in uh, uh, Legon Gardens, he, he, he forgot, she forgot I was there. And she shouted. And he said, yeah, blood pressure, young man. You are making my blood pressure go up. She shouted on the whole canteen command. The wife could have said, the way your husband being treated by Mama Christie, they don't, no, 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 I'll come follow a man who's already been shouted on by a woman. Look at the every good and perfect gift. <laughs> Listen to the gift. That's why I told you from the beginning. Listening, ear, seeing. Uh, you, you can't understand this message with your natural mind. I don't look at my mentors 
from the outside. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Perfect gift. Let's continue. D. I ran over it. But you understand. Everybody say he's a gift. Say Mama B is a gift. Pastor Michael Jr. is a gift. Pastor Johnson is a gift. Bishop is a gift. Your pastors are gifts. That's the five-fold ministry in this church. They are gifts to you. So see them as gifts. Then what they carry, you can carry. This is this what the devil has done over the years. But that's why God is teaching us this. Then let me give you one more. Two more. Then we'll close for now. D. They are words. Oh. They are words over you. Oh. Which you believe is what God confirms. Write it down. Children, I hope you are writing it. Because one of these days I'll be calling you to preach. Five minutes preaching. Before I preach. All children, get ready. Joash. Johnson, every, all you children, you'll be exhorting us, training and mentoring, passing the baton to the next generation. Don't wait till we die before we know whether we are successes. They must preach in addition to their doctoral dentistry profession. They will preach five minutes. Take notes. You, I'll call you to teach. I'll call you to teach the things I'm teaching. So you teach your contemporaries. Their words over you, which you believe, is what God confirms. God does not confirm anything outside what they say. That's how much responsibility He has put on pastors and ministers, which you must believe. When I tell you tithe, and you don't tithe, you're not serious. You're not serious. And then you come to me and say, bind the devourer. There's only one person who binds devourers. Look, pastors have no power to rebuke devourers. Only God has the power to rebuke devourers. And they only rebuke devourers for people who tithe. I want God to come down and tell me to tithe. <laughs> you will wait forever. God, that's why he put the pastor in your life, in that church for. If I'm preaching, say I'm preaching. Am I preaching? Listen to Isaiah chapter 44, verse 24 to 28. Listen to me. Please, have you written it down? There are words over you which you believe is what God confirms. Which means God is always waiting for the man of God to say something for him to confirm it. Until he says something, then he has nothing to confirm in the lives of congregation. Isaiah 44, 24. 24. He said, Thus hear the Lord thy Redeemer. Please watch this. He that formed thee from the womb. God speaking. I am the Lord that maketh all things. That stretches forth the heavens alone. That spreads abroad the earth by myself. I am the God. Watch the next line. That frustrated the tokens of liars. So when liars arise against churches, men of God, Christians, God frustrates their tokens. He frustrates their tokens. All the things they finally did. He frustrates their tokens. Of all liars against his church. He frustrates the token of liars. And makes diviners. Those who are praying divinations against churches and pastors. He makes them mad. Are you, are you seeing the finger of God's side of God? 
He frustrates the tokens of liars against churches and makes those who make divinations against churches, Christians and men of God, he makes them insane, lunatic. He makes them mad. That's God. We told you this year we'll be learning the other side of God. God is always a nice God though. So if you tell lies against a man of God, your, your agendas will be frustrated. And if you make divinations, when you finish, you go mad. And then people are wondering, why did you go mad? You spoke against a servant of God on duty for God. Incantations against the church, like House of Judah, like the woman who said, House of, House of Judah, dear, I will meet that woman one day and I will show you her plight. Except I'm not a man of God. And you see, those are things people do, discredit churches to prevent people from going there. Oh, people who have raised, who talk people out of churches, this month they are in trouble. Oh, they are in serious trouble. God will not take years to build a church and you come with your mouth to destroy it or talk people out of the church. I don't care whether you are a Christian, you are in that church or not. The judgment of God will come on you because of His promise. Don't play with those kind of things. It is His church. No man has the capacity to own. I can't own this church. I tell you, I will be finished paying the bills that they gave me from electricity, which has increased. No, no, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't go. Don't join people like that. Somebody's coming to a food bank. You say, ah, that church is terrible. Even that food, I'm sure they put something in it so the person doesn't come for a food bank. Why do people do that again? And think they can go scot free. Some of us, we are, our calling is not to preach popular messages. I haven't shifted from what God told me to do. And I won't shift. Because the body needs this. I'm invited to churches to preach about these things I'm preaching. Because they know that's my lane. And if I can blow my own horn, me good at it. Me good at it. Me good at it. The envy is bad on this side. Me go <laughs> if you are beautiful, wouldn't you say I'm beautiful? Don't you blow your horn when you are praying? You look in the mirror and you say, you know, this morning, Charlie, I try. So why can't I say me good at me job? Yeah. If you are good at something, once in a while, blow it and say, by the grace of God, add that one to it. But blow that trumpet sometimes. Father, these members are envying my testimony. Okay, let's close. If you, if you will be like that, let's close. Let me go and eat my yam. <laughs> if you are getting something, say, I'm getting something. Ah, I'm telling you, your life will change when you get this message. That frustrated the talking of liars, maketh diviners mad. Look at the next one. And turneth people who think they are wise backward. 
and makes their knowledge foolish. God is telling you four things that he does. Against people who rise against churches. And against his ministers. And against believers. And then, this is the 26. Verse 26, let's close. That confirmeth the word of his servant. And performeth the counsel of his message. Did you see that? Did you see that? What does he do? He confirms the word they preach of himself. Whenever I say this is going to happen to what I'm preaching, God confirms it. And then he performs the counsel that we give to you. He performs it. The counsel we give you that you believe, he goes ahead and performs it. So, he's always waiting for the man of God. to. That's why messages are preached by pastors before they lay hands on the sick and do the other thing. You must hear the word to believe it, receive, uh, have faith for it, then God can confirm it. He won't confirm anything that pastors have not preached. So I can preach on any other subject. If I don't teach you some of these basic principles, these major subjects, you won't see it in your life. He confirms the word of his servants and performs the counsel of his messengers. Thus saith the Lord, thou shalt be inhabited, and to the cities of Judah you shall be built, and I will raise up the decayed places thereof, and I will dry up the rivers. Let's close with number five. Last one. Write this down. God never, this was where I was rushing to get to. Let me give you that, then we close. God never does anything in a church or in a congregation without them. Never. 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 And these are some of the things that some Christians find difficult. Elon Musk, whose name is on Apple? Who? The first one was Jobs. Who's the second one now? Whatever his name was. Listen. Why don't you question why they say Jeff Bezos all the time? Why do you not question why they call it Amazon? Why don't you question why Tesla? Why don't you question Elon Musk? Why don't you question the name of the founders of the businesses? You only question the names of pastors and churches. It's a diabolical act of the devil to discredit them so you don't benefit from everything they carry for you. It's not about them. It's you who will lose out. You know, somebody had the audacity, please ignoramus had the audacity years ago in a certain church. He said, why is it that it's the head pastor's photo, which is always on the flyer? You see, people need to be beaten. Whose picture should they put on the flyer other than the head of the church, the person organizing the program? Whose name do you see on Facebook other than Zuckerberg? Is it Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. You can say, I don't like the way his name pronounced. It should be, it should be Zwa or something. It, it, it doesn't matter. He's the founder. Is it Zuckerberg or, I know the Spanish Zu, Z, I say Zu, Z-U-C-K-E-B-E-R-G. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Even the name, you, you can protest that your name didn't found Facebook. Tough. Some of us are a little trivial as why is their picture on the flyer? Evolving butterflies. Whose name, whose picture is on evolving butterflies? Have you seen the thing she's put about the five love languages on Instagram? 
It's called evolving battle. It's not evolving sparrows. So you can protest and say, I don't like it. It's called butter. Why butterflies? You should make it sparrows. See, sit down there. Go and find something to do with your life. You don't believe she's the founder of evolving butterflies. Jack me to the sea. And the same thing, Christians, do the same thing in churches. We lack understanding. But we will not lack understanding. Amos 3, 7. Final scripture, I promise. Amos 3, 7. Please look, look at this. God never does anything. Children, have you written it down? God never does anything in a church and a congregation without them. He, he will not do it without them, without revealing it to them first. That's the protocol. <laughs> you can protest all you want. It's not happening. That is protocol. I will not do anything in a church without telling the head first. Like in a family. You speak to the head of the family. Amos 3.7 Surely, everybody let's read the last scripture. Go. Surely, the Lord does not. The Lord does what? <laughs> the Lord does nothing unless He reveals His secret unto His servants, the prophets. That's it. He does nothing. That's why it's their picture on the flyer. That's why it's their name on the ministry. Years ago, I was going through something, so I said, you know, I'm going to change the name of House of Judah. He came to me and said, did you choose the name? Did you choose the name? It was Blood Covenant Incorporated, which people say you are sucking blood. And I gave you House of Judah. Did you choose the name? That, that was the end of the story. Or sometimes you can hear people say, label things about you and others. So you're wondering, okay, maybe, and do we use the word branding? This is not branding. It's destiny. That's what Judah. The word Judah means praise. And it's a place where leaders are raised. He said, the scepter of leadership and rulership shall not depart from Judah. We are here to raise rulers. Generationally. So it, it has a prophetic significance. It's not just chosen after eating Eba. So, I close with, you don't change the name of that your business and organization because people are talking against you. Were you inspired to get that name? Get on with it. You will be spoken against. Your church will be spoken against. Your minister will be spoken against. Your pastor will be spoken against. Your family will be spoken against. Your success will be spoken against. It's normal. So the question is, do you believe in your church? Who do men say I am? He said, they say this, this. Then he said, finally, who do you? After all that they are saying about your church and your pastor and KICC and the house of Judah and the winners and RCCG and Adeboye and everyone, who, what matters is who do you say that pastor and that church is? That is what will convince you to stay there and give your best in the place and keep coming there. That is what will convince you. Did you get something? Yeah. If apostle is your apostle, you don't leave apostle because somebody said apostle doesn't spell correctly. 
I keep my wife and I. It's like we are mad people. We keep going, 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 going. Because we know where we came from. We know what we are called to do. Other people sometimes, listen, sometimes other people believe in your vision more than your own people. It's amazing. But the Bible says, even a man's enemies shall be them of what? If even your household don't believe in you, you believe in yourself. You will be spoken against. Believe it. Put your hand on your head. Let's close. Ask for grace. Ask for understanding. Come on, everybody. Ask for grace. Put your hand on your head. Grace. Let this message not leave my mind, my spirit. Oh, God. Give me a deep understanding. After Bishop has preached, I know there are other dimensions that you are going to open up to me. Open up to me. Open up to me so I can tap into the energies and the office, the grace on the office of this bishop. And the grace on the office of this church. I position myself no matter the negativities against churches and my church specifically. I am fully persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principality nor power, not things present, not things to come. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God and the love of my church and the love of my pastor. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Whatever church I belong to. Make that declaration. Nothing. 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 I will take everything. I will give everything to make this church you have placed me in what you have called it to be. I will not hold back. I will not hold back. I will not listen to men. I will honor the office. I will honor the office. I will honor the office. I will honor the office of the man of God and woman of God of this house. I will honor the office. I will believe in my prophet. I will believe in the Lord. So I will prosper. And I will be established. Make that declaration now. It is in your interest not to be swayed. Not to be swayed. Not to be swayed. They are destined to be spoken against. It's not bad. It's not, it's not news. But you must convince yourself. Like Peter was convinced by the Spirit. He is the Messiah. You are my Messiah. You are my Moses. You are my Messiah. You are my Moses. You are God's perfect gift for me. Thank you, Jesus. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and title. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused. 
and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website www.housejeda.org.uk or using the information on your screen. 